Hello and welcome to the Strong Bones Coach Podcast, the podcast here to guide you on your journey to building your strong body, mind and bones using evidence-based, actionable methods. I'm Carly, a registered dietitian and strength coach with a passion for helping you flourish whilst creating your vibrant and powerful life without osteoporosis stealing your happy memories. Together, we're empowering fracture-free futures. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Strong Bones Coach podcast. I'm your host Carly Killen and in today's episode we are going to take a deep dive into what it means to be back at square one and how this might not be as bad as you think. So let's jump in. Firstly, a little context as to why I'm covering this. There is always a reason for you regular listeners that know that there's always some reason I want to bring this up, some thought or musing or experience that I've been having to always just pick these things out of fresh air. So as I mentioned last week, I have been taking my time to work my way back into my usual level of work after experiencing some illness and I am getting very much more back into the swing of things after a bit of a slow start to the year. And and it got me thinking about what it is I've been doing to work my way back up. And it very much is going back to basics. Do you ever feel like this? Like you're ticking along quite nicely sometimes and the wheels just fall off or everything that was working just isn't. Or perhaps life just happens to get in the way every time you feel like you're making some progress or gaining momentum. Um, You might describe these moments as those start again Mondays or falling off the wagon. Uh, I often hear the phrase being back to square one. How many of these have you experienced on this journey or current or previous journeys? It can be multiple times um, and it can be frustrating. And every time I hear this, it's often described as a negative thing. Um, And I do agree on some level falling backwards, having to return to previous destinations, not managing to follow through on all your intentions and not getting the results you wanted is really disappointing. Um, And that's okay. Disappointment doesn't feel good. I'm not asking you to like it. And I am human too. And I feel this too. I'm given the choice of a smooth, quick journey to exactly where I want to be, to success or a bumpy ride along the way of filled with challenges. Um, of course, it'd be nice to just choose the, the easy way, right? Yes, if you could guarantee the easy way to success, you'd, you'd want to take it. But we do often find, don't we, these challenges do teach us a lot along the way, even if we might not have chosen the challenge in particular. But we know that's not always the case, especially on those bigger journeys to those bigger goals. And feeling disappointed when you haven't made the progress you hoped, it's just a sign that the goal was meaningful and it was something that you wanted. And if this is still something that you want, that means something to you, you will be willing to try again and look at things from a different perspective. But being back at square one, it's not really what it says on the tin. So you might be back into a situation that looks very much like where you've been before. The situation you're trying to get away from, a bit like a game of snakes and ladders, right? So you've rolled the dice and the numbers came up and landed you on a ladder and that's taking you all the way back to literal square one. And this is how it can feel sometimes, isn't it? But the good news is we are not in a game of snakes and ladders. 
we can do a lot more than roll the dice to change our outcome. And I explored this a little more deeply recently in one of my curiosity hours that I plan in to my week that allows me to go down whatever curious rabbit hole I want without fearing too far off the, the work that I do need to do for my clients and for my business. We do need to allow ourselves some free thought and creativity. So during one of these curiosity hours this last week, um, I looked up what the phrase back to square one actually is and where did it come from? I always feel curious about these things. And I came across an article that described it as a football term um, coined around the sort of 1920s, 1930s. And um, so like 100 years ago, which is interesting. There's 100 squares in the snakes and ladders game as well, isn't there? Hmm? Interesting coincidence. So it was described that the football pitch back then was apparently divided into this grid of numbers, which I guess makes sense if there wasn't TV and radio was like the only way you could hear about a football match unless you could actually go. And I did always wonder how that worked. I absolutely don't know anything about football. So this is very fascinating to me. So anyways, the story goes, apparently the radio commentary would refer to the ball getting kicked into the own team's goal area as being back to square one. I think they described it as like a lazy team kick to the goalie. Um, football fans might be able to explain to me what that is, but I, I can kind of get the picture. I've watched a bit of football. And I guess that makes sense. We, when you're playing a game of football, you, you don't want your ball right next to your own goal, do we? We're not trying to score points for the other team. Since then, actually, this term has been disputed by many writers and historians. So it might not actually be the accurate um, origin of this phrase, but it did give me some interesting food for thought. And I came across um, a comment on one of the blogs around this, actually. So whilst disputing the accuracy of the origin of this phrase, it actually mentioned that when we look at that diagram, that we can see that there isn't any relevance to there being a square one, because going back to square one to one team is actually forward progress to another. Because yes, of course it is. In the game of football, I guess, if you score an own goal, then yes, that's the goal to the other team. Not what you want, but it's progress forwards for somebody, right? So interesting that that progress or that falling back is very much a matter of perspective, which is why I really like this phrase now and this interpretation, because I think there's a lot we can apply across from there. And as you know, if you listen to this podcast, I'm all about the knowledge and how this is practically applied to your life so that you can make improvements and get to the goals that you want. It got me thinking, like, what if both teams were actually you? Now, I speak to a lot of my clients. If you work with me, you'll know we do some work on your inner team. This is how you think about yourself and talk to yourself. And self-talk's a big part of your success or struggle. So what if both of these teams were actually you? So that little step back into square one, yeah, it might feel like backwards progress or backwards step. But to another perspective, within yourself, this is forward progress. And this is why I like this analogy. So true or not, you get to change your perspective on the square one. We can choose our own path. We don't have to be at the mercy of the dice. So, so I 100% agree. And I never have truly believed in square one as a true fresh start. Like we'll never have a completely blank canvas again because we have experience. So even when it appears that you're right back at the start, so even if you've lost some weight, um, achieved a goal but then regained all that weight again 
and you're at the same weight you've been at previously. Or if you've been super consistent in the gym, say last year, you've been getting pretty strong and you're going regularly, but now you're in a situation you've not been to the gym for weeks and now you're feeling like you've lost some strength and totally out of routine, but worried that maybe you've forgotten how to do some things, then that can feel a little bit daunting and it can feel like you've lost progress. So whether that reason for the step back was illness or just family life, just life stuff in general, it can set us back to where we feel is where we started. But we haven't lost those skills. We've just got an extra layer of experience that can be quite helpful to us going forward. So whether you are a complete beginner to your journey or perhaps you have had to have a few revisits to the square one, there are pros and cons to both situations. Approaching a new goal for the first time, everything feels really shiny and new, isn't it? It's all a bit exciting. Every little bit of progress is exciting. It's the first time we've done anything, so everything feels like success, which is truly amazing. But sometimes you'll find if you've had to take a few steps back and you're revisiting old milestones, they don't feel quite as sparkly or as exciting, do they? Which can be challenging, it can be disheartening, and it can make you feel like, what is the point? Especially if there's risk of starting again, again. But the positive side to this is if you've achieved something before, there's evidence there that you're capable. So you've done it before, you can do it again. It may just mean that a different path is needed next time. Perhaps everything you did last time to achieve your goal was completely right, but your life's changed. So we need to look at how we can get there again in the new life that you have. Maybe you achieved your last goal in your 20s, but now we're at midlife and life's very different in your 40s plus versus 20s, isn't it? So whether that goal is weight loss, strength, whether you're a marathon runner and you find yourself back at that start place at the idea of walking the same path again, it might just feel like it's too hard to cover that old ground. Running those same distances again, losing those same pounds again, feels like the same milestones. A bit like when you're traveling to work over the same route every day, you sort of start noticing the scenery and just thinking about the destination it can all feel a little bit familiar and the milestones that you got excited about before don't have the same shiny new feeling to them or perhaps you don't feel like you deserve to celebrate those milestones again because you've already achieved them once and you're worried that that loss means that you're not worthy of celebrating that first five pound loss again or that first mile run again or that first weight lifted again but I'm here to tell you that yes, you can. You can celebrate every milestone of every journey, even when it looks the same. If anything, I would say you should double celebrate it because it's actually harder when you're covering what feels like the same ground again. So today I'm going to talk you through what being back to square one really is. And essentially that is going back to basics because we're never back at square one in the same situation. We're actually returning to a similar place. So we can use that opportunity to build back with better foundations so they can be more resilient to the little rocky patches that show up in life. So we're going to talk about what going back to basics means, how we can do it and how we can feel better about this. And I was going to cover this from all the perspectives of my coaching pillars and move, connect and nourish as part of my coaching system. And I realised that would be giving you so much to do. And I want this podcast to be practical and to actually help you take actionable steps every week. So I'm going to develop this as part of a mini series with today laying the groundwork and following episodes 
being connected with movements, connection with self and others and your nutrition and how the back to basics approach can help you build that better foundation again if you're someone that's found themselves having to start again a few times. That way you get to have a bit more comprehensive coverage. I can go into a bit more details and give you those proper actionable steps that you can put in place. And I don't just give you 10 things to do this week. That means giving you the opportunity to have more success with this because this is what I'm here to help you with. So let's learn what all of this means, how we can apply it and how we can use it to move us forward from a place of strength. And next week, I will be talking to you all about my own back to basics approach, particularly with my training, which little spoiler alert, if you were to look at my training program right now, it very much resembles my very first training program before it even started all of this. So I'll go into more depth on that next week as the first of our back to basic mini series. So let's look at this back to square one approach and our mindset towards it for today. So there are different ways we can look at it. So I'm going to offer you some options to choose a more positive perspective when we are looking at back to square one or back to basics. So the first thing I invite you to consider is that when we realise we're in a situation of being back to square one and we're looking at starting a back to basics approach, it can be a little daunting and overwhelming. It can feel like we've got a long way to go before we see further progress to where we've been before. We might fear the unknown or uncertainty and challenges that come up in the future, especially if we've been knocked a few times by unexpected life things. But it is important to acknowledge that there are positives of starting over. And I say that in little air quotes because we've already established starting over is officially not a thing. So first thing I invite you to look at is what opportunities and possibilities are there with this fresh start? So when we start from what we perceive to be the beginning, it's an opportunity to reinvent yourself and realign with what are you really passionate about and what are your values? So it's a chance to really learn and build upon those past experiences and that lends opportunity for growth for you. So if we really step into and embrace the square one, we can look at it from not a completely clean slate, but that opportunity to reflect on where we're heading in the right direction or was this little step back a welcomed redirection because perhaps had we been completely successful in our initial desire it might have landed us in a place that we weren't going to be so happy with which is hard to know at the time but sometimes when we reflect back with hindsight we can sometimes be grateful that we didn't get what we wanted And I'm speaking of this as someone who had various ambitions in my earlier life, from wanting to be the first female Catholic priest to being in the army, wanting to be, I wasn't in the army, uh, and to wanting to become a doctor. So I'm glad none of these have fully manifested in the way I imagined. Um, Although as a women's health and strength coach, I think I've taken the best of all of these worlds to create what I do today. And this is the lesson, right? invitation there for you to reflect what have you wanted in the past that you've been grateful didn't quite come off and what were the parts of that that you've taken forward if you're happy with what you're doing right now how much does it reflect on those little five-year-old ambitions or is that something you might have lost touch with if you are at a bit of a crossroads right now wondering what to do next whether it's career health ambitions wise 
you might find that your five-year-old self knew a lot about what you wanted, even if they didn't know exactly what it needed to look like. So invitation there to revisit and see if that helps you. So next, we need to learn to handle the feelings or feel the feelings around starting again, being back at square one, because we can feel disappointment, we can feel fear, anxiety, um, and this is completely normal. So when we feel like we're starting again, it's important to remember these feelings are not a reflection of the true self or your capability. And so we can notice when this comes up and we can challenge those anxious thoughts because realistically, the anxious worries are just us thinking too many steps ahead. And as soon as we come back to the present and just look one step ahead, that often just all melts away. So when we separate these thoughts, feelings, or maybe even self-judgments around starting again, just allows us to take a step back, separate that out from our identity of ourself, uh, but we then get to take the message so we can learn something. So this is absolutely crucial moving forward. As an example, if your weight loss attempts fall apart every weekend, then it's an invitation for you to review what your weekday practices are. If your fans to go to the gym five days a week have turned into a bit of an all or nothing scenario, then perhaps there's an opportunity there to look at that from a different perspective. Maybe you need to review the frequency or the type of training or the location and to form a better plan next time. And thirdly, another way that you can really help yourself from this place of back to basics, starting again, especially if this is a journey you've taken alone multiple times. So you don't need to navigate square one alone. Maybe your first attempts or third or five or third or fifth or tenth or however many, no judgment here. But if these attempts have taken your journey or attempting to reach your goal alone have shown you that there are rocky patches along the way, that perhaps you've been able to navigate some of them and perhaps some of them have landed you on your bum in the mud um, and you've had to go back off to the start to dry off in the car again. That's, that's me envisioning myself having fallen over into many a rocky stream on, when I've been on big walks out and having to return to the car completely soaking wet. Um, the lessons I've taken for that certainly being the value of proper walking shoes, waterproof pants and a hiking stick being some of the things I've learned that can be very helpful along a, a challenging journey. So perhaps this is what you need to consider for your next attempt. Perhaps you need a guide who can show you another route around the rocky patches. Maybe they can offer you some better tools to aid you as you travel through, or even just give you support and hold you steady um, whilst we navigate that. Because in all journeys, there are just some rocky patches we cannot avoid. We must go through them and we might fall on our bum a few times, but it does feel so much better when there's someone there to help you get back up a little quicker and find your feet again. And whether that is a coach, a friend, or just by surrounding yourself with a supportive community for this guidance, encouragement, accountability, it just aids that journey. And perhaps these little stumbles and falls do not need to result in going back to the beginning you can just dust yourself off and take the next best step. This is so much easier when you feel supported, held and guided. The invitation there, if you are attempting this all by yourself, seek some help. You will be surprised how much further you get.
but I didn't till Warriors' obstacle courses. And the quote was, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together, which I thought was great because, yeah, doing things in a team, doing things in partnership does get you a lot further. And actually, ironically, it's a lot faster. So even though it might feel like it's taking longer, it's faster than starting again over and over again. So it's not even the slower route when you look at it from that bird's eye view perspective. So wherever you are in your journey right now, whether you're taking along nicely, whether you're sat back on that square one wondering what on earth kind of snake just bit you and sent you back there, it's important to remember that progress is always happening, even in the midst of uncertainty. Taking action, even just small steps, is key to moving forwards. Progress is 100% not always linear, but every little step counts. So invitation for you here to shift your perspective, explore the significance and importance of going back to basics from time to time in various areas of your life. This may be your nutrition, maybe your career, your training, or whole life perspective. There is always something you can learn and grow with. And those foundational knowledge and skills play a vital role in your long-term success. So by simplifying and focusing on our core principles and our values, this really does help us to build the strong foundations. So this is what I'll be going into more depth with in my following episodes during what will be the Back to Basics mini-series. And just a reminder of what being back at square one isn't. Remember, going back to basics is not a sign of failure. It's an opportunity to strengthen the foundations and move forward in growth. We can refine skills, we can gain clarity and set ourselves up for more sustainable progress in the future. So I will bring forward some practical tips into that in the following weeks. And remember, setbacks are inevitable, but we can always reclaim our progress by adopting that growth mindset. We can see the setbacks as opportunities for growth learning, which is essential if we want to feel focused on our goal. Self-compassion, self-acceptance will be absolutely crucial along this process. I have an episode a few weeks back and that talks you through this process. So I will link that in the show notes. But remember, celebrating small wins and milestones along the way will boost your confidence, will keep you motivated, even when motivation isn't going to stick around. And ultimately, you will achieve your own level of success, whether that's accomplishment, whether it's skills. You don't have to reach a previous level of achievement to be able to celebrate your success. In fact, celebrating the success along the way is crucial to achieving anything at all. So yes, we celebrate the success along the way. We can have fun in the messy middle as we learn the best route for ourselves. So yes, let's make sure we're celebrating and sharing our success stories along the way. Even if it's something you've celebrated before, of course you can do it again. Because as we navigate our journey, that messy middle is where we do most of our learning. It's where often we find the most incredible experiences that we might not have expected to see in our life. And this is often where we meet those lifelong friends that we never would have crossed paths with if we were just fast-tracked to exactly what we want. So embracing this part of the journey and finding joy in the process is vital to not only getting through, but maybe even enjoying the process of learning and working towards your goals. So in the following episodes, I will be giving you some practical tips and strategies to stay resilient through all of this process. And for those of you that already have some great tools in place, I would love to know 
what helps you feel resilient as you navigate your journey. Feel free to let me know on Instagram at the Strong Bones Coach or email me over on hello at carlykillencoaching.com. I'd love to know what do you use to keep you going through this challenging but joyful journey, leaving you with one invitation to embrace the power and opportunity of square one. Trust in your ability to grow and learn and apply these lessons you've learned to transform all of this experience into your success. Progress is always happening, even in the messiest of moments. Thank you for joining me today on the Strong Bones Coach podcast. I hope you found value in this episode. And if you did, please share this with a friend who may benefit from these messages. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. This is incredibly helpful for me to keep this podcast going and to share helpful messages with as many people as possible. Tune in next week for the next installment of our Strong Bones Coach Back to Basics mini-series where we'll cover how the most basic exercises can give you the biggest results. Until then, keep embracing square one, find joy in your journey, take care and stay strong. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Strong Bones Coach podcast. Your time and support mean the world to me. Together, we're building a community of strong and vibrant people. If you connected with this episode, I invite you to share it with someone who needs it. And by leaving a rating and review, you're helping us reach more people so they can find their path to a fracture-free future. Don't forget to hit that follow button so you never miss a future episode. Here's to your strong body, mind and bones. See you next time.